Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, blew my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. <laughs> I did a bare 360 triple backflip in front of 22,000 people. It's kind of funny. It's on YouTube. Check it out. Somehow they managed to get every creeping freak in the universe in this one plane. Coffee and a muffin. Okay, so I need to establish themes. Maybe banana. That's a good muffin. So just quiet down, my little one, and call me dad. Get some balloons and go to the puppet show. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. I did it again. They removed my whole fucking TikTok. No shit. Got, Man, that's a bullshit. TikTok? No, I didn't get banned from TikTok. Oh, just the one TikTok. I guess they thought I was bullying that particular creator. No, I was actually bullying <laughs> TikTok and their stupid rules. I was like, how come the, the guy who eats testicles uh, can and then can say testicles and get away with it, but... I say like little penis on my story and they're like, no, you can't do that. You insulted the liver guy? Yes, I did, apparently. Oh, good. Uh, the liver king. <laughs> hey, when you but I wasn't even attacking him. I was attacking him. When you come for the crown, you best not miss. It's mm, like, okay, I don't have a blue check mark. I can't say penis. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, you need 5,000 followers. And just... uh, I don't know how that works, but that shit got taken down fucking immediately. That's I was like, wild. wow, okay. Yeah. For bullying and harassment, by the way. Wow. For That's... bullying and harassment. Did you say yeah. he had a little penis, or did you no, just no, no. say a little the penis? The video in question, I was at work. I got to my truck, and there were two giant trucks parked on either side of me so I couldn't see my truck so when I got there I was like oh, I couldn't see it because of this little penis and this little penis Your and sandwich. then I got a strike on my TikTok uh. on, because of that <laughs> how dare you and I was just like wait what and then they're the most marginalized group Honestly, I, I, <laughs> people with big trucks. I bet the dudes who own those trucks saw your TikToks. Like, that's my truck. <laughs> they, it was them. How dare you? My penis is average size. Why should be somebody I actually work with? Now, now again, it, it probably wasn't a great idea to tag the people in your video. <laughs> I think putting, at little penis and at little penis. I think putting their full license plate number was probably a bit <laughs> social security <laughs> number, <laughs> credit card, uh, bank account. Routing number. I mean, I appreciate the dedication, but that might be considered doxing. Mm. I like shot their window. <laughs> What's up with the gun? That'll definitely get you back. <laughs> Needless to say, I'm just not gonna say uh, genitalia anymore. Smart or mm. any or oh, no no no. You could say dick. You could say balls. You just can't say testicles or penis. Yeah, right? you can't. You can't be clinical with it. Yeah, isn't that well, fucking well, weird? Well, was it not the fact that you were calling them little penises? Isn't that where the harassment comes in? Yeah, but it was also on my story. Oh, I'm not saying you're also, wrong. Also, dick can be a name and balls can be non-sexual in nature. Those yeah. are just regular words sometimes. I mean, testicles is the medical name for yeah, exactly. testicles. Yeah. So, I, I, I mean, I'm sorry, it's just weird. Yeah, it, it didn't flag you for being a bully. It flagged you for being a nerd because that's the <laughs> clinical terms. That's the real crime. You fucking nerd. God. Look at this nerd. Look you at this nerd with like nerd hair. I did see the one dude that called you bald because you shit-talked Kellogg's. I, I don't understand that at all. Like, I don't know if he thought I wear a wig, which I obviously don't. Like, he's like, <laughs> I was like, I pissed off the one fucking Kellogg's, angry Kellogg's employee on TikTok, and now they're mad at me. That was so oh, funny. Well. 
I'm enjoying coming at people with their stupid comments on my stuff. That's fun. Uh, and you can follow his TikTok at that cannon guy. At that cannon guy. Hey, we plugged already. The show's over. Yep, it's Good night, everybody. <laughs> well, see, we were going to talk about the movie, but everyone listening, they've been left behind, so it doesn't matter. The concept? Uh-oh. Yeah, keep behind. up. <laughs> Uh, welcome to Caging Greatness, the show where we discuss the films of Nicolas Cage, even the ones like this one. Uh, <laughs> what a... Especially the ones like this What one. an interesting... Hey, remember, remember, you got to keep the faith in, like, in, in the sunny days and the rainy days, Shem. No, that's fair. Like, honestly, I've, I, this was the most fun I've had watching this movie. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was the, the first time was just by myself. Why would you do that to yourself? Okay, a little Cajun <laughs> Greatness history. The original plan was we were going to do like a special episode on the movies of Nicolas Cage for all you can hear. <clears throat> and I was going to watch all of the movies that I hadn't seen, but I assigned every one of the co-hosts of All You Can Hear a movie to watch so we could discuss them all. And I got to sign this piece of shit. <laughs> so it's Justin's fault. <laughs> I blame you. No, I love that story. It's great. So, uh, yeah, the first time I watched it by myself. Mm. Uh, and yeah, it, that idea never happened, mm. and it became what you're listening to now. Oh, how about that? Isn't that fun? How about that? Yeah. So without JoJo suffering through Left Behind the first time, there might not be a Cajun greatness. Wow. This is true. I, I'm, our, I'm glad I died for you. Honestly, your this is all the proof I need. <laughs> the movie was legit. <laughs> Some things happen for a reason. <laughs> Coincidence? I think not. Checkmate, atheist. Okay, so, serious ways. <laughs> Lord works. Uh, <laughs> I'm Shimmy. To my right is JoJo. Charles Styles, Mystery Diamonds. <laughs> uh, I, I just need everyone to sing with me. How great! Get the fuck out! Is our guy? I know this is your house. Get the fuck out! <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so Sing with me, Cannon. Oh How man, it is Buddy Christ-like Cannon, and also Charles Styles <laughs> from Mystery Diners. The <laughs> Cannon's right is Pat. Hey, it's Pat, and I'm filled with the blood of Christ, and by the blood of Christ, I mean Crown Apple and Cruzon Rum. <laughs> the Pat's right is our special guest, Charles Styles from Mystery Diners. Yeah, <laughs> we got him. He answered the email. Hey, we got him, folks. <laughs> They uh, said it shouldn't be done, but we didn't listen. Hi, Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. Charles Stiles, Mystery Diners. Something. Right. <laughs> Sorry, Kim. Uh, no, our special guest today is Ken Logan. Yeah, the one. Are we gonna give his whole last yeah. name? Yeah, why not? He used to be known back in school as the Ken Logan. Dude, no shit. I was just looking at Facebook memories on my phone. That happened like 10 years ago no, no, today. today. I know, yeah. right? Whoa. Yeah, isn't that freaky? Yeah. I saw that this so morning while I was God works in I was mysterious like, oh, that's, ways. That's fun. <laughs> That he does. <laughs> uh, what was it? Well, you, you were on here before for what now? Vampire's uh, Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Vampire's Kiss. Yeah. So you've seen the highest of highs yeah. and the lowest of depressing lows. He now. was entirely too reserved in this movie. Right? Uh, so the movie we watched this week is the movie we have touted several times as possibly the worst Nicolas Cage movie that there is left behind. It is definitely down there. And uh, yeah, he's bad. Um, is is real bad. So let's do that fun thing we do where we go around in a circle and we give our reviews briefly, and then we'll talk about this uh, shit pile of a film. Is it weird that the song "That Thing You Do" pops in my head every time we get to this portion of the show? <laughs> we do that thing that we do. <laughs> I love that movie. So JoJo, <laughs> please. 
uh, your review, which is like Canon said before we start recording, fantastic. What did you? Uh, what did you think of the movie left behind there, Jared? Um, it is uh, what we call in the business uh, by professionals not good, uh, very bad, <laughs> terrible time. Alexander and the not so good shit-tastic day. Um, yeah, it, it, like me and Pat, you know, because we were getting prepared for this episode, I started getting flashbacks to fucking childhood, remembering the fucking like apocalypse stories because being the fucking little like emo metal kid that I always was like, I'd be like, mom, what is this book in the Bible about with like beasts and shit? And she was like, all right. So everyone, you know, including you, maybe if you're good enough, get fucking yeeted. But if you happen to be left behind, things are going to get fucked for seven years. Michael York is going to take over the world. As seen in the Megiddo franchise, yes. And uh, for the deep apocalypse, early 2000 apocalypse lore. Second time in six days we've talked about Michael York and Megiddo. God damn it. Go go back to listen to Monday's episode of AYCH, our fifth anniversary special, where we talk about 20 minutes of biblical apocalypse movies. Hey, happy anniversary! Hey! And and then, you know, Jesus gonna come back, whoop some ass, uh... (laughs) This we're going like we're going to live on Earth for a thousand years. It's going to be rad. It's just going to be that fucking rave from the Matrix reloaded. <laughs> Everyone's just like naked and dancing for a thousand years, and then we're going to go to heaven and living in eternity. And, and like five year old me, you know, it just broke their brain. <laughs> This is why I'm the fucked up person that I am. And uh, half a star, this movie sucks. <laughs> uh, Canon. Yeah. <laughs> so this this was your first time watching this film. It was, yes. And I was, for some fucking reason, kind of excited going in. Like How I was, did that hold up? Uh... <laughs> Like three month old milk. (laughs) 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 All right, look, I I know like it was based on a book series. I almost read them out of morbid curiosity. Like this was like I don't know, had been twelve, thirteen years ago now. Because my mom's roommate had them, just all of them. I was like, oh, maybe that's probably a good thing I didn't. Very good thing, yeah. Um, I'd never seen uh, the original <laughs> film, because wasn't there like sequels to the Kurt There's camera? three. Yeah. Yeah, oh, there three? Is. Holy fuck. Mm. And of course, and obviously never seen this one. Uh, I did catch the tail end of it uh, when, on JoJo's original watch, though, way yep. back when. Yeah. But that- still, I didn't remember fuck all watching it this time. Honestly, I don't either. <laughs> no. Nobody, there's nobody in this movie to root for. There's like, it's like, it's like this is supposed to be happening in a span of a day and two different things are going on, but it's like time's not moving. It's like it's happening in two different universes. This movie, this movie fucking blows. (laughs) This this wasn't even fun on like a bad level. This half a star. <laughs> like seriously, this is garbage. I will this say I had so much more fun with fucking Gotti than this movie. <laughs> and that movie was dog shit. Same. Honestly. This movie almost made me raise my score of Gotti. Almost. Uh Pat? 
Uh, yes, hello. This is my <laughs> second time seeing it because I was riding uh, with my co-pilot JoJo for the first time around. Uh, I didn't remember much a couple years ago when we watched it, and I somehow remember even less, even though we just finished watching it. I I feel like I've been more actively bothered by a movie before, but then like almost nothing happens in damn near two hours. Like I feel like I'm not mad that I saw this movie. It's kind of just like I just watched Air for two hours. <laughs> well, they were in the air. Oh uh, yeah, they were going at the speed of smell. <laughs> and I don't know. Um, I don't know if I hate it enough to be, give it a half a star, but I feel like hmm. content-wise, it's still not worthy of a one. Uh, it's no higher than a one. Okay. If, there, if there's some way I could get between a, a star and a half a star. Patrick. Uh, Patrick. 0.75 stars, and we just ran down to a half star. Oh, uh, okay. Patrick. <laughs> Let the hate flow through the you. Uh, well, what's stronger than hate? Ambivalence. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch, you ain't wrong. Ken. Yeah, so this was the first time uh, seeing this particular variant of the movie. For those of you not familiar, uh, there was a Kirk Cameron variant that came out in like 2001, I think. Mm -hmm. And I was around about seven when that came out. And uh, I remember watching it with my mom and it scared the absolute shit out of me. Like I remember genuinely being terrified and crying and shit. And uh, this time I had a similar reaction, but mostly because I thought it would never end. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, honestly, the first part of the movie, like the setup's really not so bad. You know, like if I could give like the first like 30 minutes of the movie a rating, maybe one and a half. It wasn't, it was bad, but it wasn't that bad. But then they just drag it out for God knows how long. Like it, this movie was like an hour and 45 minutes long or something like hour that. Hour and 50 it's minutes. It's absurdly too long and literally nothing happens. Like it, it, it was, it was, it was pretty bad. It's, yeah, just, it's, it's just the first a, act. Like the whole movie yeah, is just the I mean, first I, act. I think Justin, you say it was like the first like quarter of the first book oh, of yeah. like a multi-part series. I'll get to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I'd say my, out, I, I'll, give, I'll give it a, a, a star. A star. Out of five? Yeah. Okay. One star out of five. Very generous of you. Yeah, it's very generous of you. <laughs> I, I had more fun making fun of the movie than I thought I would, so that's where the additional little... Uh, that's fair. Yeah. There's All star, huh? How dare you! All star! You're fucking fired! <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, so, this was my second time watching the film. I'm sorry. Uh, I have also seen... Because, again, like, bit of history. I worked in a church for a very long time. Uh... And I'll get into a little bit more of that shortly, just as a setup. But I've seen both of the original Left Behinds. I've now seen this remake. I saw both, uh, I think it's called The Source Code and then Source Code 2 Megiddo, the one with Michael York. No, it's Omega Code. Omega Code, thank you. <laughs> no, Source Code is, is the, the Groundhog Day thriller right. with J Jake, Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal yeah. on yeah. the train. The, the first Omega Code had Casper Van Dien in it. It did. From Starship Troopers. And there were also four Apocalypse movies starring the likes of Mr. T and Gary Busey and Jeff Fahey for some reason. The fuck? Yeah. <laughs> we also discussed yeah. those on the uh, banter episode of All You Can Hear. Have a lot to look forward to. I can't it. wait to it's listen like, to It's that a bunch shit. of good shit. So, I've seen a lot of these movies. And I have to say that th this is the biggest budget on one of them, which, yes, should make you very sad. 
Yeah. Even Simple. bigger than six, the Mark Unleashed. You mean the first starring film role of Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yep. Not even a year before he got on Supernatural as John Winchester. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yes. No. Bigger budget than that. <clears throat> but uh, yeah, there's, there's no way to cut around. This movie's terrible. I, Nicholas Cage does a fantastic job in the role he is given in that he is calm and restrained and almost believable in this ridiculous situation. When it doesn't <gasps> seem like he's on Ambien. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the directors, if they tried it all, probably told him to rein it in. Because his job was to anchor the film. And by God, he almost does it. I feel like Cage has like free reign over just about every role he's given. But like... That being said... <laughs> yeah. This is the only time I have ever seen Nicolas Cage and it's like, oh, he's just doing this for a paycheck. Oh, wait, we need a star. Yeah. Uh, this movie's bad. It's very bad. It's not good. There's a lot... We're going to talk a lot of shit about the movie <laughs> as soon as I get done with a quick preface, but my star rating, it is a half a star. If it could go lower, I would go lower. <clears throat> this movie, it's to me, it's the worst Nicolas Cage film that there has been. Like There are redeeming qualities of everything else that I've seen. There's nothing here for that. Uh, he's, again, the best part of the movie in a, a movie where the second strongest actor is legendary teen heartthrob <laughs> Chad Michael Murray. See, I would like to give a, a little a th thank you to Chad Michael Murray for finally allowing atheists to be sexy and mysterious. <laughs> it wasn't until this moment <laughs> that people who, had, who didn't have a belief in God had, you know, the, the wherewithal or the inner strength to be like, hey, maybe I could kind of look like I'm in my 20s for the rest of my life. So Left Behind is it's not a, it's not a good movie. Um, this is not going to be a deep, thoughtful discussion on Christianity and all the religions uh, surrounding it. We're going to tear this movie apart. There's a scene where a little person gets kicked off of a spine. <laughs> <laughs> just, to, just to set this shit up. Okay? Which, which we knew were coming, yeah. but I still fucking oh, I, And honestly, best part of the movie. Because oh, that dude was such an ass. The entire like <laughs> The worst character. Actively racist. <laughs> if anyone wants a legitimate discussion on Christianity, this is not the show for you. Uh, again, I am a Christian. But th there are a few of us who are not completely insane. Uh, and just to set up the world building here, okay, the concept of the quote-unquote rapture, where the followers of Jesus are snatched up to heaven before a seven-year tribulation period where everything goes to hell, that is a theory that's about 50 to 60 years old in the history of all of the Abrahamic religions, uh, mostly from the evangelical Protestants, you know, those bastions of sanity. Uh, it, what <laughs> right. you're telling me is bullshit and they made it up. Yes. What I'm <laughs> saying is nearly every major Christian denomination that is not Southern Baptist thinks that this is hoo-ha at best. Really? Oh, yeah. I actually, yeah. I actually didn't realize that. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No. Everyone sees this shit and laughs at it. Huh. Yeah, because like, there's not really anything biblical to support. Nothing it. Like, like it is snatched. That's here never and there. stopped a Southern Baptist church before. Oh, oh, no. oh exactly. <laughs> like even 
like there's like I'll I'll send you some links for this. But there's a whole <laughs> yeah, com- some after reading, you know, <laughs> some <laughs> homework, some comprehensive, uh, ridiculous, out of fucking nowhere, almost to the level of Seventh Day Adventists sitting on a hill going, "Today's the day," and then it's not for eight years. Levels of just ridiculousness here. Hmm. So this is this is not representation for all of Christians. In fact, the Christians in this movie. The, the people, the characters who are Christians in this film are insufferable and unpleasant. At best. At best. <laughs> which is not that far off. And again, I've, I've spent a lot of time apologizing for the people who share the name of my belief system. Yeah, I'm glad that you're taking on the sins of all these other people. <laughs> <laughs> because again, one of the nicest things any of my friends now, you guys include, have said about me is that I am one of the good ones. <laughs> and I feel like I've heard that. Which, which I hope that's the only context anyone ever uses that phrase. Yeah, it's like, please. It's like, hope no one clips this out of context. Like there, there is a reason that when I left the church world, I did not find a new church. I just left. Hmm. Uh, but again, if you want to discuss any of that, fuck, come find me at the comic strip. I'll tell you all about it. I warned a guy earlier today who goes to the church where I used to work. I told him to run. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's get into this batshit bonkers film. Oh, God. Uh, it does encompass the first fourth of the first of like nine books, not counting the kids' versions of these books. They made young adult versions. This doesn't surprise me. Of Left Behind. Yeah, yeah like. But how many, about how many supernatural romances are Fucking Edward on the cover. They're going to love it. Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins, I think, are their name of yeah. the yep. authors of this. That sounds right. And they are scumbags. Oh. So the basic premise of this film is the first fourth of the book, which is you meet a few people, and then the rapture happens, and then there's a plane crash. And then there's the rest of the fucking book that's completely ignored. <laughs> but, you know, that might be what contributes to the film feel just like nothing happens because it takes like, I don't know, a hundred pages and tries to make that into a two hour plot. If I remember right, it was about 60 pages. Well, why the hell did they try to make it an hour and 45 minutes long? Is what I they wanted to have a giant film series like all the other ones that they were seeing. Oh. I guess that didn't really pan out, did it? Well, but no. I mean, like, you could have just focused and did the first book in the first movie. There's nine of these fuckers. So you're right. telling me we could have had a Left Behind Cinematic Universe? Yes. Yeah, they, they thought they were getting they were one, apparently. Well, Honest to God. They're they ahead, of the time, ahead of the curve. Well, not So, really, like, but. all of the characters on the plane that weren't Nick Cage, the flight attendant he was trying to fuck, and Buck Williams, investigative reporter. My name's Buck, and I like to party. <laughs> <laughs> all of those characters were invented for this book. For this movie. No, okay. Makes sense. Oh, this this isn't like this goddamn fan fiction. Because uh, there's the one guy who's like really into aliens. Yeah. There, there's like the Texas oil tycoon. Right. Like Doug Demodome. <laughs> this is the part Tim's of the Doug Demodome universe. <laughs> <laughs> TSA just wouldn't let him bring the hat. It was in the carry-on. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's underneath the point. It's in the storage. Like, a, a, a really racist little person. Very. Yeah. <laughs> he had been hurt before. Uh, <laughs> it was it, definitely it, a post-9-11 movie. Well, parts of it was and parts of it wasn't. Yeah, yeah. it's like you could tell the story was originally written pre-9-11, but like 
a lot of the shit they had to add in, like, you know, due to... Had to add in? Oh, they didn't have to. <laughs> They could have done a period piece, but I don't think... <laughs> this, this movie is just inexplicably set in 1998. God, everyone has pagers. Oh, the rapture happened. It was like 1998 with smartphones. God. Yeah, so, I mean, you've got names like Buck Williams, Rayford Steele is Nicolas Cage's character. These are porn names. <laughs> no, uh, it could have been a good... Left behind cats in an entirely different context. <laughs> Jordan Sparks is in this movie. For reasons, Wait. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw her in the Which credits. Who the sports? fuck was she? She was the the runaway NFL player wife with the gun. Oh, wow. Where was wow. she from originally? Was she like on American Idol or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah she All won right. one season. Gotcha. God, the subplots in this fucking movie. Let also, me tell I, just, you. I just want to let you guys know the name of the Antichrist in the series because it is just as ridiculous as the rest of these names. The bad guy's name is Nikolai Carpathia. I remember that now. I want Checks you to out. enjoy that. Nikolai Man, you just unlocked some memories. I don't know. I don't know how. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my... Uh, don't drink the goo gone. Don't drink the don't goo do gone. Don't do it. That's only for goo. Oh my my next do, do, do. I'm about to goo gone my insides. I'm about to goo gone myself. <laughs> Don't make me do it. Oh, no. Put it down. Put, put the Google down. down. Oh, he's, no, he is no longer sticky at all. Uh, oh, no. oh, man. We might need to put some of this on the Guitar Hero controller. Yeah, that might work. But right out of the gate, uh, I know this movie starts off with a phone conversation yeah. that literally jumps back and forth between uh, each person in the conversation. It's... It's like it's 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 bad. It's it's already annoying me. It's just like, what are you doing? Switch. Oh, I'm fine. How are you doing? Switch. Oh, well, you know, I'm I'm just loving Jesus, and I'm scared that your father's flying a plane, and he's not loving Jesus, and he's fucking not going to meet Jesus when Jesus comes and brings us all upstairs to the party. That is also naked for some reason. Not inaccurate. All the kids are just naked in heaven, just hanging. Oh, yeah, that's that's another important point because the whole first part of the movie is Nicolas Cage is a philandering bastard whose daughter hates him and his wife's a Christian and they don't like her for it. Uh, to be fair, though, I wouldn't much like her either. Yeah, she wasn't <laughs> very pleasant. No, oh, poorly like, at all. This girl flies from nowhere. Or, I mean, from like God knows where. And the first thing she does when she lands is her mom's like, "Oh, you need to, you need to come to church with me, honey." And she's like, "Just let me break for like, a second. I would like to have dinner and a shower for. I mom. just, yeah. I was in the air for eighteen hours, mother. <laughs> and then the rapture happens while the, the the girl's name is Chloe, is Nicholas Cage's daughter, is hugging her little brother at the mall. <laughs> And then there's a whoosh, a flash, right? And all of a sudden, she's just she's just hugging pants. Just pants. There's nothing like... All the kids... There was a jacket in the backpack. All the kids in the... It was funny to say pants. So all the kids <laughs> in the world... And all the Christians are just fucking gone. And the only things left are their clothes. Made right. Nice little shoes. They're all naked. They're shoes. Their clothes, their backpacks and shit's just still there. And that begins the first of many attempted vehicular manslaughter charges against... <laughs> because at every turn, this bitch that. is assailed by just, like, planes, uh -huh. trains, automobiles. <laughs> like, Fucking Steve Martin and John Candy come out. <laughs> like, it, it, you just try to get out of the ball. There's, like, 
three vehicles tried to hit her. Yeah. And just like, <laughs> are any of these scenes necessary? No. Well, you could use one of them to establish. We need. Oh, the apocalypse the is happening. So it starts when a car bursts through the front door of the mall and almost runs her over. She runs outside to her car, her dad's car, where a uh, a small like a, a, pri- a private plane. private plane. Like the one Harrison Ford crashed multiple times. Oh, fuck. You think that was him? <laughs> uh, just comes out of fucking nowhere, hits her car, and blows up. And then she's assaulted by two dudes on a fucking moped. They steal her brother's backpack. At the she's- lowest speed per <laughs> snatch in human history. Moments after that, a school bus, which is empty and has been driving this whole time, <laughs> plows off of a fucking bridge and almost kills her. <laughs> And she's still just like, I'm just going to keep walking. So she goes home. Now, you, you missed the part where the dude just gets straight up waxed by the shotgun in front of her. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, like, some dude just, like, try to rob a store. Next yeah, thing you know, it's like jump store. cut to some dude just getting his, like, chest blown apart with a 12-gauge. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, just like, we don't take too kindly to your top around these parts. And he just kind of waves her on. And, and <laughs> what I thought was funny is apparently... After the Rat Captain, the world just immediately turns into the purge. Yeah. Like, people are, like, tearing stuff down, setting shit on fire. Unless you're a paramedic or a cop or a doctor. Apparently, none of them are Christians. No. Because they're too busy. They're too busy on the job. No. The neonatal nurses... Oh, the neonatal nurses, right. Anyone to do they, They made the cut. Except for that one woman whose kid is now gone. She was not looking good. <laughs> like she was the one patient in that ward, just sitting there and spooking out. I Chloe. thought she was going to try to stab Chloe. To be honest with you, it's like, do you want to be my baby now? She like cuts her stomach open and tries to push her inside. Like in a better movie, that woman would have been pregnant, and then all of a sudden she's just not pregnant. <laughs> Why did that not happen? Because they're cowards. <laughs> you're, you're right, <laughs> and, and and it leads to like how fucking terror like as shitty as this movie is the concept of the rapture is fucking horrifying yeah yeah just like half the world or a good chunk of the world's population is just like poof and no one knows why everyone's freaking out it's shot like a fucking horror movie in places here is an excellent propaganda tool <laughs> it, that is very true, unfortunately. See, we just need to re-remake this movie, but, you know, just set it as part of, like, the, like a side part of Endgame where you just, Thanos snaps everybody yeah, out. Yeah, no, th- th- that's right. This is just Thanos. Thanos is God-confirmed? They didn't say anything else in the movie about the apocalypse. There's no, there's nothing saying it's not Thanos. Oh, okay, side tangent. Has everyone seen that clip going around on Twitter of Iron Man being crucified at an Easter service? Yeah. Oh, oh. I'm sorry. What now? Yeah. There, there's, a, there's a clip. Is Iron Man Jesus? There's yeah. a clip going around of a particular mega church that does like these big productions. Or Easter or like services, but they take popular properties, and one of them is, is the Avengers. And it's like Loki, like wagging his finger. And then the whole thing, they're singing, they're singing the whole time. And so they're the <laughs> Iron Man is Jesus analog. So like he's being crucified, but he's like strapped to like a metal eye beam behind his back, and he's hoisted into the sky. As the guy playing Loki is singing, "Is this the end of the world as we know it?" by REM. Sounds kind of cool, actually. And it, it is it is totally not cool. No. Um, and, and, also, uh, they, they, and then they break out into another secular song where I'm just like... You know what? I don't like to find myself rooting for major corporations to sue the shit out of things. 
But between what you just told me and all the shit DeSantis is pulling in Florida, I just want a giant robotic lawyer Mickey Mouse to come out and start stomping shit. It's the Mickey Mouse himself part. I want Disney to rain hellfire on, like, everything. (laughs) (laughs) The fuck? They they also did one with Back to the Future with the, the sleepiest dance routine I think I've ever seen. All of these words you're saying to me make me very sad. Also, uh, oh, it is it is like late stage capitalism at best. Also, there's one with the dude, the Lion King, and, 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 and Zazu is clearly just a toucan Sam costume redone. Liz showed me that one. And uh, the one black guy plays Rafiki, and just like, ah, ah. Yeah, And yes. apparently Simba is Jesus. <laughs> yep. I'm risen, y'all. And see, when I saw that, I was like, well, if you wanted a story where a lion is Jesus, just... Just fucking do Narnia. Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, it, I mean, Narnia is at least somewhat cool. I love Narnia. Like C.S. Those Lewis is great. still one of my favorite authors. Um, so yeah, Left Behind. Uh, while poor Chloe is uh, apparently the subject of every vehicle in the world trying to murder her, <laughs> her dad <laughs> and the man she met hours before, who she'll be in love with by the end of the movie, Buck Williams, investigative journalist. <laughs> And he likes to party. Giga Chad Michael Murray. Yeah. <laughs> uh, His chin actually gets bigger. Hey, I know your kid's me. missing, but can I get a picture of you real quick? <laughs> like, just, yeah. just no scruple. Just like people are just like wringing their hair out, <laughs> screaming, crying, snot coming out. Just like, hmm. Yeah, this woman's holding an empty. I need to document the suffering. Like an empty hippo onesie or some <laughs> such nonsense. Like, can you tell me what happened, ma'am? My kids are gone. Yeah, but how do you feel? <laughs> My kids are gone. Okay, can you come on, give me some pathos here, bitch. <laughs> Look, I'm trying to get a Pulitzer. I need you to really act this out, okay? Uh, it's just like falls and, there. And, you know, they're they're in the plane. They're out of range of everybody. So all they know is the kids are fucking gone and a couple of the passengers. They don't know why. There's a very angry little person and there's a Muslim that everybody's giving the side eye to and a rich socialite who's on all of the heroin. Well, she was, like, talking about she was, like, tripping and stuff. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this is all just, like, a bad trip. Yeah. And she was, like, injecting LSD into her veins or something. Like, 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 she had a little baggie of white powder, looked like cocaine, but she yeah. also had track marks, and she talked about a it bad was trip. all off. Like, it's every drug stereotype. Like, she took three marijuanas and just had a bad day. She just injected three whole marijuanas. She was butt-chugging those she marijuanas. Butt- <laughs> she ate three cocaine brownies and just uh, ate and just ripped the door off the plane. <laughs> That movie would have got at least a star and a half if that fucking happened. <laughs> I mean, come on. Like, she, she also apparently carved It's Not Real into her hand. Because I thought that was like a marker. Did that actually? It looked like it was supposed to be blood. Oh, I didn't, I didn't catch that. It, it looked like brown marker to me. <laughs> I love how there was a point where the plane's going through like terrible turbulence, but her ass is just knocked the fuck out. She's Heroin. The side of the chair. That she's just flopping. So... Uh, uh, at one point, another plane that's completely empty clips the plane where our heroes are on. And so they're losing fuel. And Nick Cage's like, hey, uh, Chad Michael Murray, is there any liquid coming out of the wing? You mean fuel? I said liquid, bitch. Go check. And then he gets back there as the liquid's spraying and it bursts into flame. And of course, Chad Michael Murray comes back in and is like, we're on fire. And Nick Cage's like, cool. Because, you know, like if you're on fire, there's no, there's no big deal. 
Oh, Shamwell, what could they do? <laughs> then later on in the movie, they're like, oh, can you check on the wing again? And he just like looks out the window instead of yeah, going like to the back. Yeah, like he could just leave out. Like, he could have seen it the entire time from the cockpit. <laughs> because there's no urgency because also, like we said earlier, there's like, there's two simultaneous plots, but they feel like well, plots is a strong word. I mean, I'm you know I'm trying to pull together some breadcrumbs here, <laughs> um, because uh, but nothing feels like it's happening at the same time because it feels like Nick Cage and the plane is in fucking outer space because it's dark the whole time. Yep. But then Chloe's plot is in broad daylight, so I don't know where the fuck he went and how. I nothing. It's just like lining up. Well, I mean, they were flying to London, so they're flying over the ocean east out of New York. So, like, depending on how far they get, it might have been a little darker, but not that fucking dark. So, yeah, the times are a little off. <laughs> the cave is in the atmosphere. <laughs> <laughs> so, Chloe's very sad. She goes and see, sees her pastor, because he's still there. Because they have to have that one character. He's from the books. They have to have that one character who said all the right things but didn't believe hard enough. <laughs> uh, he, he picked the wrong star and went straight on till the next day and just fucking missed the boat, right? So yeah. he's there. like, ah, I was wrong. And your mom was right. That's why she's gone. And he's a <laughs> terrible actor. He is... The guy playing this dude is the worst. It, like, he's genuine. I'm so glad that he wasn't in the movie more than like six minutes. Uh... So she's like, yeah, why would I listen to you? You didn't even listen to you. <laughs> gotcha. And then she just runs out and finds the tallest bridge nearby, climbs to the top of it for a musical montage. That doesn't even fit the scene. Right. She's going to throw herself not into the water. No, she's going to throw herself forward. So like Toby Maguire style hitting every single thing on the way down. Uh, and right then, that's when the phones finally get through from... Buck Williams, investigative journalist. Confusingly enough, she puts on her, her Jesus necklace right before she's about to just off herself. Yeah. Like, I don't really know what they were getting at. There. Well, if she hadn't taken the time to put the fish around her neck, then she wouldn't have gotten the phone call until she was halfway down the bridge. Oh, right. Because... <laughs> Actually, I think the uh, the, the metal and the necklace kind of like acted as a little bit of receiver and it gave that little bit of a boost to get the signal. Yeah, apparently the rapture also affects uh, radio frequencies. Apparently there's some radio frequencies Satellite phones, no less. Yeah, uh, man satellites in, in orbit. That's yeah. what we got here. So she doesn't throw herself off a bridge. She talks to her dad. Like, I'm sorry I tried to cheat on your mother. I'm sorry I called you out for trying to cheat on my mother. Uh, <laughs> You're forgiven, honey. Like, we're trying to land. It's not going well. I'll find you a spot, dad. And so they lose contact as she runs and finds the only stretch of empty, not-built-yet highway in New York State, apparently. Because they're out of fuel. It's all, you know, trail of fire behind them on the plane. <laughs> and she clears the one way, and then the plane lands with a fireball as she's sprinting towards the plane. Fireball. In heels, fireball. And immediately hugs the dude she met yesterday. Buck Williams, investigative journalist. Because then, the, the pull of Giga Chad Michael Murray is too strong to resist. Hey, you and then credits. Yeah, that's the whole movie. <laughs> the movie is it's like, oh man, it's, it's the end of the world. Yep, it's just going to get worse. And then, but yeah. <laughs> that's all, folks. <laughs> that's all, folks. So it, this is just the beginning. The beginning. Justin, have you read the books? Yeah, like all the, long time ago. Yeah. Do they actually get better? Like, are they actually no. like? In, oh, okay. All right. Well. All right. 
Like they get they get completely batshit insane. Well, yeah, I mean, like if they would have made an actual movie series of this, would it have been worth watching? As a train or as a plane crash, yeah. All right. <laughs> um, like in the books, they're fucking. There's a part in Revelation where two prophets will rise up and men will kill them, but they'll pop up and spit fire out of their mouths. That's taken literally. Seriously? Seriously. Oh. Uh, there's there is just so like the last half like scorpion things with tails and faces like dudes and they're stinging everybody and nobody's dying taken literally. I don't take any of that as allegory. It's just not all a straight fucking up, bit of it. Just straight, straight up, up. That's exciting. Yeah. Uh, I mentioned it on the AYCH because like there's a bit in the latter books where Jesus comes back and yeah. he's fighting special op soldiers by saying Bible verses until their heads explode. Yes, that happens. That. I- <laughs> That's straight up. Sorry, happens. you're telling me that I guess the word of the Lord's the most powerful thing, honestly. But yeah, we have uh, badass Kung sorry. Fu Jesus. Yeah, like he shows up and he's all shiny, he's like thirty feet tall, and he's like, Jesus wept and then they blow up. <laughs> did you ever watch X play back in the day? Yeah. You see you remember the bit that they did where it was like uh Jesus pulling his hands out of the cross and it was just like this time it's personal. Yeah, it was just yeah. Like, no, that's kinda what it reminds me of. So yeah, um, the books get insane because the two men who wrote them are, in fact, insane. Mm. <clears throat> and uh, also, the very racist little person gets kicked off of the plane onto the inflatable slide. Base plant. By the Muslim that he gave hell the entire time. Also, Jordan Sparks wields a gun at everybody because yep. she thinks her NFL husband has somehow engineered this whole thing to steal her daughter. And then wields it on herself. <clears throat> yeah. And tries, her heart tries to push, points it right at her chest. Tries to like commit suicide that way for some reason. I mean, it'll still get you, I guess. Also, the little person, if you're if you're an eagle-eyed watcher, it's also the same little person from the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Right, I knew he I recognized him from somewhere. He was also in Scrubs as the uh, one of janitor's other janitor friends. He was also in a terrible made-for-TV movie from Comedy Central called Neipi. Yeah. Uh, essentially, like, there's a 10-year period where if you saw a white, bald little person in a movie, it was either this guy or Vern Troyer. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But they got goddamn Peter Dinklage took all of his work. <laughs> weren't, they, weren't they both also stuntmen? If I remember correctly? I think so. That's probably why they got as much work as they did. Yeah. You know, best of the both worlds, but uh, acting yeah. and taking bumps, <laughs> mm-hmm. not cocaine. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah. eating that, shit. That's, that's the rich girl. Yeah. Taking bumps. No, that, that wasn't cocaine. That was white powdery bubble gum. No, I'm pretty sure that was that was definitely not cocaine. She was sleeping. That was that was, that was some shitty cocaine. That it was, was kitty litter. It was just powdered sugar. She had pancakes that we didn't see. And, and, and she's just crashing from the sugar high. Yeah, obviously. These look great on my French toast. <laughs> Because she's Australian for some reason. Uh, man, man, we went to fucking IHOP the other day, and oh boy, I went to sugar coma. What'd you get? Uh, the Mexican tres leches. Ooh, pancakes. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Fancy. What blew my mind is apparently there are some places, not IHOP, but there are some places that have cuatro leches pancakes. And like, How does that Four milks in this four, economy? Four milks? Four milks. Cuatro leches. Look, if they can do cuatro leches, then by God, Kellogg's can frost both sides of the mini wheat. Hey, that's technology's out there. We don't have the technology to do that. <laughs> You're telling me that the company that built itself on keeping young men from touching themselves inappropriately 
Doesn't want to add too much frost. Hey, the only yes. thing that can te- keep men from masturbating is bland, tasteless foods. Thank God for cornflakes. Thank God for cornflakes. <laughs> I, I just want to know this the thought process. By I, 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 want, I want these people who came up with this theory to show their work. Oh, God. I was saying people that like wrote the books that made this movie. Not exactly the same people, but the same mindset almost. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was 90 years ago. Because you're so demoralized from your gruel pace that you don't have the energy to, to, to crank one out. <laughs> it's just like, man, I want to crank one out right now, but I'm just too tired. I would like to read some of the reviews for Left Behind, the film. Please do. <clears throat> Yea, verily, like unto a plague of locusts, left behind hath begat a further scourge of devastation upon Nicolas Cage's once proud filmography. Uh, At best, left behind is shoddily made sensationalist propaganda with atrocious acting that barely registers as entertainment. At worst, it's profoundly moronic. Audiences, Christian or not, deserve better, and it's hard to imagine that the ham-fisted revelations in this schlock could serve any higher purpose. Richard Roper gave the film a D minus saying that the writing is horrible. The direction is clunky. The special effects are not special and the acting is so wooden. You could make a basketball court out of it. Everything about this film feels forced and overwrought with all due respect. Oh my God. (laughs) I just love like how very petty film critics just Right in the most extra fashion possible. Linda Bernard from the Toronto Star wrote, The tantalizing prospect that this could have been a camp setup of the snakes on a plane or Sharknado ilk pops up as Left Behind starts to echo 1970s flight deck-driven disaster films and the parodies that followed. No such luck. Armstrong appears humorlessly earnest about his task. Score one for Satan. <laughs> just the level of petty I fucking respect See, the crazy thing is they put all these reviews on the DVD case Paul Chambers of moviechambers.com who is a Christian film critic wrote there are millions of Christians with average or above average intelligence I'd like to think that I'm one of them so what possessed the makers of Left Behind to produce such an ignorant piece of garbage that's easily one of the worst films of 2014 if not all time. Uh, Evangelical Christian magazine Christianity Today, known for their level-headed takes. <laughs> Just <kidding. laughs> They said, Left Behind is not a Christian movie, whatever, quote, Christian movie could even possibly mean. In fact, most Christians within the world of the movie, whether it's the street preacher lady at the airport or Rayford Steele's wife, are portrayed as insistent, crazy, delusional, or at the very least, really annoying. They want churches to book whole theaters and take their congregations. They want it to be a youth group event. They want magazines like this one to publish discussion questions at the end of their reviews. They want the system to churn away all while netting them cash without ever having to have cared a shred about actual Christian belief. They want to trick you into caring about this movie. Don't. They also stated, this magazine stated, that they tried to give the film zero stars, but their tech system won't allow it. (laughs) The original authors, Tim LaHaye and Jerry B. Jenkins, uh, liked this movie. uh, (laughs) I'm not surprised there, Jethro. They did not enjoy the first one. Really? And in fact, filed suit against it for breach of contract. After 
this movie, the Nicolas Cage version, they said, Tim LaHaye said, it is the best movie I have ever seen on The Rapture. While Jenkins said, I believe it does justice to the novel and will renew interest in the entire series. When asked if it was good, Jenkins said, it's better than good. So if you needed more proof that these two men were criminally insane, I think you have it now. <laughs> God, I don't know why. I was reminded of um, a good movie while watching this one, Shaun of the Dead. Oh, great film. And uh, Great, fantastic. Should have watched that instead. And, um, That'd be great. <laughs> a, I would have loved to see part where make Ed, a superstar man out of you. There's a part where Ed goes, he goes, there's zombies out there. And, and Sean's just like, don't say that. What? I did the Z word. And it's like, because it's ridiculous. And I think it's funny. I think of that because, like, you don't even, like, there's never a clear-cut explanation as to what's happening. Everyone knows what's happening. The us, them, like, everyone. But it's never said, oh, it's the rapture. It's like, oh, it's this. It's uh, it's, it's religion. Like, oh, it's God. It's, it's like to heaven. It's like how in The Walking Dead they don't say zombies. They call them stupid shit like walkers. I don't think they can legally call them zombies, though. Is zombies trademarked? I don't think it is. I, I, think thought, that, I thought that was public domain. I think Kirkman just didn't want to do that because he didn't want to fall into the quote-unquote zombie trap. Uh, Whatever that other. is. Well, Robert Kirkman is also a self-righteous jackass who's up his own ass and has been for many years. Hmm. I don't like that man. For a myriad of reasons. Oh. Also, Robert Corbin hits Jimmy with his car. That didn't help either. <laughs> the bastard. <laughs> I've still got a limp to this day. I was just holding my non-existent little brother's clothes in my hands, and he ran his car at me. It's like how how I I know I briefly mentioned it when I talked about my review earlier. It's like how time passes in this movie. It's just. It's so weird. And I know people will be throwing, well, it's time zones. Fuck you, okay? Honestly, I don't think anybody's going to defend no, no, no. that shit. But um, the, especially, you brought it up earlier, when um, the daughter shows up at the church, and it's like they're cutting, they're always cutting. It's like he's talk, she's talking to the, the pastor there for a bit, and then it cuts up into the sky, and like a whole like 15 minutes of shit happens, and then they go right back down to the ground in the exact same spot they were, continuing right where they left off in the conversation. It's just like... Just okay. I'm. Not, I can't believe I'm trying to make Left Behind better here. But what would have at least for me would have made that like made more. Just have them like I don't know walking down the sidewalk. Have them like continuing the conversation that way. Not in the exact same fucking spot. Twenty minutes has just passed. This movie sucks. <laughs> yeah, it's real, real, real bad. It's like not just the subject matter and like like just the editing is fucking weird. It's like they're like they they're trying real hard with their quote unquote set pieces here with, with what they are calling explosion. They oh they said the CGI was uh, not spectacular. The special yeah. effects weren't special. No, they're bad. I beg to differ. <laughs> Especially <Yeah>. bad. <laughs> it, 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 the movie kind of looks like it was like a lower end made for TV movie. Like that was a Hallmark movie. Yeah, honestly, yeah, like, I'd ra- I thought the Langoliers had better special effects. Oh, you're gonna love my review. I mean, because I, I I was reminded of that earlier today. Outside of this topic, it's like oh, because because I remember that movie scared the fuck out of me as a kid. But also, my mom was telling me that that movie was somehow involved with the Second Coming of Christ, and I don't think that was it at all. 
What, the Langoliers? No. Yeah. No, that one had nothing to do with Jesus at all. That's a Stephen King movie. I know, but like, that's what she told me. And it's like, what? <laughs> she did that she to scare you, Pat. Correct. Yeah, like so, something to do with like, the little fucking meatball thing being like the footsteps of Christ or something. I don't know, but I, also I was four, so <laughs> a lot may have happened. I, just, I think your mom just made some shit up. <laughs> I would have much rather been, well, I would have watched the entire miniseries of the Langoliers over this. Oh, yeah, 100%. <laughs> like that's actually entertaining in parts. Yes. I have a business, board, business meeting at nine o'clock. <laughs> I freaked somebody out at work one day because, like, there's a bit in that movie where the guy just, like, goes fucking crazy and he's, like, ripping sheets of paper slowly just like that. Uh, it was, like, a job I had, like, 10 years ago. I was bored as shit. I was taking receipt paper and just looking at my boss just, well, not even looking at him, just dead-eyed up in the air just doing that. He goes, you need to stop. You need to stop right now. You're freaking me out. I was like, what? What am I doing? Uh, I'm just, like, ripping the paper slowly. Like, quit it. I'm going to send you home. I'm like, ah. Kenneth's about can to you? crying. Yeah. It's like I knew an easy way out if I didn't want to work that shift. So, God, it was like that time we were watching Jason X. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I freaked you out accidentally. They told that story, and every one of us (laughs) could see it in our mind's eye exactly what you were doing. (laughs) And it's just, I wasn't even there, but just what I imagine is the best. Oh, my God, that was probably the (laughs) best. What happened? Okay. Well, it hasn't been told on this podcast. Yeah. So, uh, we were, for the 20th anniversary of Jason X, we were like, fuck it, let's watch this movie. <laughs> Which is so much better than this. Yes. <laughs> People un, unrightly shit on Jason X. Uh, so, uh, th- there is a scene where a guy gets... Uh, basically impaled on a giant like corkscrew right. and then like spins all the way down. As one does. As one does. <laughs> and, and there's a bunch of these army people on the uh, like on intercom. They're like, what's going on? What's going on? He's screwed. <laughs> <laughs> and, and Cannon turned like we're, we're both hot. <laughs> doing that. Doing that <laughs> for like for the people at home, he's making a very deranged face. And, and, and on top of this, I'm, I'm, I'm higher than giraffe cooch. So like, <laughs> motherfucker, and, and he starts crawling at me, doing that face. And I doing that face. <laughs> I was. I, I did not want to fight. I did not want to flight. I fucking froze. Because I, I was in the little like corner of the couch just laying down like <laughs> the bitch you good? I was like, oh I'm sorry. Y'all definitely shut the fuck, let me tell you. Oh, um, what I'm saying is watch Jason X, not this movie. <laughs> Happy birthday, Jason X. You could also watch the Omega Code 2 Megiddo where Michael York turns into a giant CGI demon. What is is the Omega Code? Yeah, y'all mentioned that earlier. I have no idea. Okay, so it was around the time, like, because there was this period in the late 90s and early 2000s, just this glut of religious apocalypse movies. Right. And and the- The sound of music. Oh, yeah, the sound of music. uh, (laughs) Yeah, of course. (laughs) Uh, Gone with the Wind, The Wizard yeah. of Oz. Yeah, no, sure. It's all allegory. <laughs> uh, but uh, 
the I guess the two like front runners, like the Metallica and Slayer of this universe, mm. was you know the Metallica was the Left Behinds. But the Slayer was the Omega Code. In fact, the Omega Code had a theatrical release for both films. Yes. Ooh. And, like, Michael York, the guy who plays... what? What's the... Basil kid? Exposition in Austin Powers. Nice. He, he's the Antichrist. Right. The, and the Omega Code, in the first one, Casper Van Dien finds a code in the Bible that tells him the world's going to end, and Michael York's the Antichrist. And the, it's, it's not good. But, like, he wins. Everything's fine. So they did well. So they made a sequel where it's the same movie, but from a different point of view with Michael Bean as a former soldier turned president of the United States who goes to Megiddo, the location in the Holy Land, where Michael York turns into a giant demon thing uh, and apocalypse war. And, yeah. But and then everything's okay anyway. Because allegedly that's where Armageddon's going to happen. Megiddo's an actual place. Gehenna? That's where the word comes huh? from. Gehenna? No, Megiddo. Oh, Megiddo, sorry. Yeah. <clears throat> like that's where we get the word Armageddon. Huh? And <sighs> I remember those movies absolutely fucking terrifying me. I will say the second one was not awful as far as like an action film goes. Michael Bean was good in it. He's Michael Bean. And Michael York was just having a great old time collecting a paycheck and acting evil. How was that death though? Uh, Well, by the time he died, Michael York was a CGI demon thing. So the, the CGI demon thing was not the best actor. But the voice acting was fine, uh, to my memory. It's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, uh, he, he gets uh, literally thrown into a lake of fire yeah. mm-hmm. and is chained there. And the last thing we see of him is going, ah! Right. Nice. Wow. Yeah. And, and then you just hear, Yes. Both of those were better movies than this left behind. Wow, In fact, both of those were better movies than either Left Behind. So did you imply that this Left Behind didn't have a theatrical release? Uh, this one no, did. This one did. They definitely so did. which one didn't? Or, or did I just The first two did you? not have a theatrical release. Oh, I didn't release. realize that. Yeah. I would have thought that that one would have, but this one wouldn't have. No, this um, one did, and it made almost no money. That makes sense. Yeah. Because <laughs> it was bad. Checks out. Yeah. Like, very, very little money. <clears throat> So, so yeah, who wanted it, who asked for it. I guess the writers of the book, so they can get some money, maybe. Yeah, they wanted a whole film franchise because, again, they're insane. And how it ended, it's like, this is just the beginning. get that Marvel money. Like, yeah. as the Weekly Planet would say, this is like the let the games begin moment. Because uh, I haven't seen it, but Dracula Untold, apparently, is just like, let the games begin. That's how it ends. And it's like, oh, we're setting up the fucking Universal Monsterverse. And no, you're not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Going to have to make some money and get an audience for that, Chief. Well, I will say, apparently, Left Behind, it did make its budget back because it cost $16 million to make it and made $27.4 million in the box office. Yeah. So, it wasn't... But you have to remember, too, that the budgets that are given out, don't those include, are strictly production budgets. Yeah, those don't include marketing. Marketing or anything else after the fact. There's a good chance this movie lost a shitload of money. <laughs> you imagine like you know all the movie posters in the back of comics back in the day this was like printed on the back of bibles <laughs> yep like, like the, the action bible but it's just like in the the front page of revelation it's like now the hit movie left behind <laughs> yeah i remember the autograph bibles they released where like they just had a printed signature on the inside that said god 
No. Yes. What? The audacity. Look, (laughs) the evangelical Christian culture. It is fucking insane. Oh, I'm aware. (laughs) It's really just the worst. Uh, and, And for this movie and for a lot of other things, on behalf of the Christians who care about people and believe that everyone should be entitled to to be themselves unobstructed and and just live life how they want because why the fuck is it my business i would just like to say i am sorry for these other assholes <laughs> we do not like nor do we claim them that's that's very a kind of you shame, but now each take a turn swatting you with palm fronds. <laughs> well, you got to find me a donkey to ride first. I thought that was the the the, the good part. No, the uh, he came into town on the donkey and they dropped the fronds in front of the donkey. But now Pat's going to hit me with palm fronds. Oh, well, yeah, I guess sorry. that's better than the alternative. Yeah, it's yeah. either this or cat and nine tails. I'll take the palm fronds. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I think uh, I think that about does it for today's episode. This yeah. it's weird. This is like a unique monster, at least in my eyes, because like our uh, the the shitty ones are normally the longer episodes. However, this movie is so bad, I can't even muster up the energy to to dunk on. Well, it. well there's <laughs> nothing happening. We can't make we made fun of the four things that happened. Yeah, like the, the hardest we laughed were during the goddamn commercial breaks <laughs> because they were time perfect. This was a free trial something or other through Amazon. So there were commercials in this and those were the bright spots of the goddamn movie. You thought about buying it. The comedic timing of these commercials If it had been like more than $5 we were going to watch commercials, but yeah. I didn't have the option. <laughs> Still, so, I would have sent you money. I would have <laughs> felt bad. Um, but yeah, that's that's left behind. Normally, we say go check it out for yourself. Don't do that. Fuck no. Don't do that. Just watch, watch Jason X instead, or, yes. or go to the theaters. Watch Unbearable Weight of Massive Talent. Yes, do that. Um, anything else? Anything that we've talked about on this show, except for maybe the fanatic and the pest. Oh man, a fan of the show, uh, Tyler. Uh-huh. He uh, got to see. He sent me a picture. He was going to the theater to see Unbearable Way to Master Talent. And uh, he just said, it just said, it's time on the caption. His time, his screening was 420, and I just sent mm. him back. <laughs> I was like, fucking uh, Johnny 420 blaze it. Because <laughs> 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 Nick Cage played him in that. John, in Johnny Blaze, yeah. Johnny Blaze. That's, that's a good one. That's a good one. Yeah. There's rumors now that Keanu Reeves has just been hired to be Ghost Rider. Huh. Apparently, the, I'm not the, mad at it. the the news came out today that he's already been hired for some super secret role. Nobody knows yet, and yeah. everybody's like Ghost Rider, right? Like they I've turned all my shit off on every social media uh, account involving any keywords involving uh, Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, yes, I uh. don't want anything to know about it until I'm, my ass is in the seat on Sunday. No, there's fair. a lot of uh, I've been a lot spoiling of spoilers a lot out of it there because that's part of my job. Yeah, Keanu Reeves has nothing to do with that movie. I know this is fair. just a separate thing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but anyway, let's uh, let's let's call it a night and try to wash the the horrible bitter myrrh taste of left behind out of our mouth. So, Jojo, where can the people find you on the internet? Our guy is an awesome. I will end this episode right now and just paste old plugs from a different show. 
We don't really have the, the same chord being played over and over again for that to really have the same effect. Hey, no, there uh, were three chords in that song. Uh, yeah. Well, yeah, but whenever, whole they're, three. whenever they're talking over it, they're just strumming a G chord. And it's oh, just yeah. But that, just like, like, like e- uh, you know, God's I would like a to make like one Nicholas night Cage, without PTSD you know? flashbacks. So if we could, <laughs> where can the people find you? You know who saved Iron Man? <laughs> Charles Styles, Mystery Diners. <laughs> AKA Jesus Christ. How Good great. God. Okay. Uh, my name is Jojo. You can follow me on Twitter at JoNIABR24. John Notes on 12 on Letterboxd. I can only imagine. I will throw this pen at you. <laughs> when it I have been that Canon guy. You can find me at that Canon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, Goodreads, and the TikTok. I'm almost at 250 followers on TikTok somehow. Wow. Nice. Oh my God. Start tagging the podcast TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Pat. Bang. Well, hello there and good night. This has been Pat. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Letterboxd. John lost his name, as I said before. Please go check out our fifth anniversary episode over on the AYCHP that came out Monday, May 2nd. It's, it's just us having a rousing good time talking about, you know, being five years of a consistently released podcast. We're now one of the longest running podcasts in the state of Alabama. Whoop, whoop. Wow. Yeah. And um, you know what? We thank you all for listening and uh, thank you for listening to this. Have a good night. Pretty soon we'll have the two longest running podcasts in Alabama. Mm. Eh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Uh, fine. <laughs> Ken, do you want uh, people to find you anywhere? No, not really. Uh, okay, cool. But if, uh, <laughs> you know, we talked about the Ken Logan Facebook page earlier. Haven't lo- If that thing still exists, if you guys want to go give that a follow, that'd be kind of neat, I guess. Like a uh, fan page? You, dude, had a fan I had page. a fan page. I had over 200 fans on Facebook. See, it was this really weird social media. Not Before social media campaigns were a thing. It, it was just a whole thing. We'll get we'll get into it some other time. Yeah, back uh, in high school, if you didn't care and had anything resembling a cool attitude, everyone loved you in our small Christian school. And if if people really wanted you to get over your crippling social anxiety, they would just fucking make a fan page for you. So that's that what also happened. Was a thing. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I have been Shimmy. You can find me at Captain Shimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Shimmy's Almost Music, Captain Shimmy's Toy Box. You can also check out the Cajun Greatness merch page at tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. Check us out on TikTok at Cajun Greatness. We also have a Facebook, an Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz. You can also find me at the comic strip here in Tuscaloosa this coming Saturday, May 7th. It's free comic book day starting at 10 a.m. Going to be a happy, fun time full of happy, fun people. Uh, and also some people that are there. It'll be fine. <laughs> uh, but we're I'll be ha- there. Right. That's what I meant. So we'll have a good time. Uh, but no, it's just if, if you're in nearby, come check us out. Uh, Pat will be there. I'll be there. You can you can fanboy. You can fanboy out over your favorite podcast hosts. Uh, we'll get we'll get JoJo and Cannon to come by. It'll be great. <laughs> I'll be well, there at some point. Well, yeah, I'll, I'll definitely stop by. We, we probably won't be able to day. get them. They are very busy. So we're going to have like giant mascot suits of <laughs> Cannon and JoJo. I will be there representing JoJo. I'll be wearing a JoJo yeah. suit. If we ever start going to convention... Oh, God. If we ever start going to conventions, we just need to get cardboard cutouts of each of us in case like the, some of us can't make it. That'd be, that'd be a good bit. Yeah, that'd be a good bit. I mean, we can do that. I volunteer as tribute yeah, we can for act. Stand or in <laughs> Cajun Greatness host. Hear me out. I'll we wear cardboard masks. We do the Brian Cranston bit. We walk around the convention wearing masks of ourselves, and mm. then we take them no off. And it's like, oh, it's it. Dan. Oh, it's, who is that? 
That's Sting. <laughs> Get out. Sting? That's a picture of Sting. No, this is an envelope. <laughs> Thank you all for listening to whatever this is that we do. We enjoy it. We hope you enjoy it too. And we will see you next time. Next week we have... Uh, it's an uncaged episode. The top five, top ten watch mojo. Yeah! Yes! yes! It's uh, going to be something. Man, I got to finish mine. I have to start mine. I've already started. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, thank you for, for joining us. And in the words of one of my favorite movies, in case we don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and don't get left behind. We're on an awesome away. I can't die. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. 